Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, it's your girl, Fresh Love, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. In the NBA bubble late in 2020, NBA players were huddled in Orlando, Florida, nestled away from their families, friends, parties, and almost any natural distractions that would come with being a young millionaire in America. Free from all these distractions, these NBA players thrived. At one point, 186 out of 325 players, that's over 57%, were experiencing an increase in points per game scored. Some players attributed this to um, increased depth perception. On that court, they called it a baller's court. On that court, they were free from any normal visual distractions that would come with thousands of fans being around. All the multimedia props were gone. This allowed players to focus on the basket more easily. For example, here's an example of what I call the bubble boost, right? TJ Warren of the Pacers was averaging 18.7 points per game prior to the NBA suspending the season. However, once the NBA season restarted and while he was in the bubble, he averaged 31 points a game and at one point dropped 53 points on the 76ers. Lillard said, and this is Damian Lillard, he said in the bubble things were way easier. There was really no distractions. There was no plane to catch after. There was no busing to the hotel. Their bodies recovered easily. And he said this, I think that's why you saw a lot of people just killing it like that for real. And he was right. So many people were going off in the bubble. You can see it, man. Donovan Mitchell at one point um, scored like 50 points in a game. Everybody was scoring like way higher than what they would generally score. Let's face it. It's just easier to perform at your best and get things accomplished when you're free of distractions. Well, in the Bible, there was a man named Nehemiah. Nehemiah was appointed governor over the city of Judah after Judah had been suffering for years. Judah, at one point, was a very proud city. After it had been ravaged by his enemies and their people had been taken um, prisoner in certain cities, they were allowed to return back to the city of Judah. But when they returned back to the city of Judah, Judah was nothing like it had previously been. Temples had been destroyed. Everything had been destroyed. And plus, the wall. There used to be a wall that protected that city, but that wall had come down. Nehemiah sought to repair that wall. He had his eyes and his mind focused on repairing that wall. So he got to work on the wall. He worked on that wall day and night. And a lot of people in the city were working with him, right? He delegated people to work on the wall, but he himself worked with his people to repair that wall. Once the wall had got up to a particular point, people found out or his enemies found out that, you know, the wall was built. The gates hadn't been added, but the wall was built and he was working on all that stuff at the time. Because he was doing that, they sent messengers. They wanted to distract him from this work. They wanted to still have access to the city of Judah. All his enemies wanted to be able to go and come as they pleased. So they sent messengers to him because they wanted to distract him from the work and meet him in the valley to talk. So they said, they sent some messengers over and they said, hey, come and meet with us right in the valley so we can talk. Nehemiah was on the wall and while he was working on it he was focused he wanted to finish that wall he knew what it meant to his city so he sent word back to them he said this and this is the key to this um, message today he sent them this he said I am doing a great work and I can't come down 
in Nehemiah's case, that reply actually saved his life because the people asking him to meet with them, they were planning to kill Nehemiah. But he knew the work that he was doing was significant, so he prioritized it over getting distracted. Let me ask you a question. What do you want to get accomplished this year? What's one uh, or two things that are, that are on your mind that if you were able to change that this year, it would change your life completely? Is it weight loss? Is it a career change? Is there a book that you've been trying to write? Is there a degree that you need to obtain? Is there a business that you want to get started this year? What, what is it for you? Listen, we don't live in a bubble. So all the distractions that we naturally have in our life just won't magically go away. So we're going to have to outright say to some things, I'm doing a great work and I cannot come down. Here's the play. Figure out that thing or those things that would be life changing for you and focus on them. And when distractions present themselves in any form, simply remember that the work that you're doing is great. And if you were to get your goals accomplished, it could be life changing. But to get distracted could be extremely detrimental. So you cannot come down. This is Rick Sincere giving you this week's time out. We pray that you have a phenomenal week. Go get your goals accomplished. Don't get distracted. We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you right here next week. Ready? Break.